Good morning and welcome to Saugatuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saugatuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Future, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, Gregory Muncy with Saugatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. to the Lakeshore area. You're listening to Gregory Muncy here on Saugatuck on Sunday here in beautiful Saugatuck. We do this every Sunday, 7 to 9 a.m. on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van. We have a lot of fun telling you all the great things happening here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. And we've got a great show lined up. I'm super excited as we wake up with you and the sun is coming up over the hill here on Butler Street. We're watching another beautiful day. Spring is taking its time getting here, but today is going to be nice, a little partly cloudy. We're at about 48 degrees right now. We're going to get high of the mid-50s, so we're just kind of pushing, pushing, pushing for spring and uh, and waiting for better, better weather just around the corner, but it's actually the perfect time of weather to check out our shops nice and early. They're all getting nice and stocked up, full of great things for the season. I know a lot of my friends that have shops here in town are getting all their new items in. Nice to poke around and see all the new businesses. And we'll talk about all the new businesses later in the show. Of course, I'd like to thank our sponsors for making all of this possible. The charming Saugatuck Rentals with three beautiful rentals here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Give them a check. Check them out. Give them a check out. <laughs> and check out their Facebook page at Charming Saugatuck Rentals. Book your stay right now because everybody is booking for the summer. We are anxious for a busy summer season. Also, I want to thank our go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. For only a dollar, they'll pick you up where you're at and take you where you want to go. It's the Interurban. A little shout out there to Phyllis Eif. Give them a call to get where you want to go, 269-857-1418. I'd also like to thank Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, where we are getting ready for Mother's Day. We'll talk about that as well. We're getting ready for the Mother's Day market. I'll be there all week with Jean as we make beautiful flower arrangements, uh, hanging planters, lots of variety of plants. and It's it's your one-stop shop for Mother's Day. And uh, we'll have, actually, we'll be open all week long but we'll have that open market there in the uh the butler pantry and the old hardware building and that'll be going on all weekend we'll talk about that later with details and of course i'd also like to thank mill pond realty of course you know you want to find out what your house is worth maybe it's growing maybe it's shrinking and uh, you're looking to uh figure out uh, you know what you want to do and where you want to move even if you want to stay in the same area find out what your home is worth by giving Laura Durham a call 
at 269-857-1477. Of course, you can always go to their website at millpondrealty.com. Of course, I'd also like to thank our producer there, Jared, over there at the station, queuing everything up for us and and uh, let you know that podcasts are available, as always, at 927thevan.com. So you can listen anytime. You can also visit our Facebook page at Saga Talk on Sunday, where I like to keep everybody updated with what we've got going on here in the Saga Tuck Douglas area. It's just after 7 a.m., and uh, and uh, it's it's uh, actually uh, a nice nice morning out there, nice, calm, and mild. Yesterday was uh, a bit windy, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about this morning, so I'm super excited for the show. I've got a great co-host here, and uh, and we've also got on the show Daniel DeFranco. He He's the new manager for Saugatuck Township. Just got the job. You folks know who Daniel is. He's been on the show uh, quite a few times in uh, many respects for the Tri-Community Recycle Committee, as well as uh, other organizations that he's with. Uh, We'll also talk to the new Wickwood Inn. I, I had the wonderful opportunity of visiting yesterday evening as they had an open house and they have refurbished the entire building. All new bathrooms. It's just beautiful. If you go to our Facebook page at uh, Sagatuck on Sunday, you'll see all the pictures that uh, that I took while I was there yesterday and uh, you'll be amazed. They really, really updated, did a great job updating while keeping the aesthetics of that beautiful, um, beautiful inn at Wickwood Inn. We'll talk with Jeff and find out more about that later. We're also going to talk to the president of the Freedom Boat Club, Michiana. And uh, that's where you can uh, actually feel like you own a boat, but not have to own a boat. And uh, and uh, C.J. Badrack, if you've been listening to our show, you'll know that... Uh, You'll know that uh, CJ uh, was just, um, I don't know where that applause came in. Was that because of your name, CJ? Yeah, well, the folks. Oh, you know, this sound man is off the hook here today. Um, He's excited to have Freedom Boat Club on here. They're new members, and we're going to find out all about what Freedom Boat Club is. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in. We've got that great Hawaiian Kona coffee that I've brewed for our guests right now, and that's from the Butler Pantry. And, um, and uh, but you know, I don't want to waste any time because I'm super excited about our co host. So we're getting that disco ball down. And, and Dan Evans is working the runway. Dan Evans, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, this is beyond <laughs> exciting for me. Thank you, first of all, for allowing me to come up and uh, spend a couple hours with you. I, I, I will talk about it, but I have a, a bit of a background with this program. So, I, I reached out and said, Greg, any, Gregory, anytime you needed a co-host, I would love to be a co-host. And you said, hey, how about next Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was excited to have you on. Dan is the morning news anchor for the WHTC Morning News. And he's also the news director uh, 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 with Gary Stevens. Gary is the news director. Gary, I, I Gary. work under Gary. Uh-huh. But uh, Gary has been a longtime uh, host of, of the WHTC Morning News. And he also does the talk of the town program and part of my uh my uh, goal is to kind of take a little bit of the weight off gary he had too much going on i think so uh gary is still around he's uh, part of the whtc morning news program doing news and sports and then gary uh, steps in a- after nine o'clock for talk of the town 
Well, it's great to have you on. I love having media personalities on. I've had uh, Lauren Staten on. I've heard. And uh, she's been on a few times. And it's always great to have a real professional well, you know, here in the house. When when they show up, you let me know. But in the <laughs> meantime, I'll be here. You know, I, I, I started working for Midwest Communications, uh-huh. the van at WHTC back in uh, August. And one of my first duties was to run programs on the weekend, uh-huh. including your show. I think the second day I was training with Ben Weingarten, who uh-huh. I still uh, have contact with. Ben was the old producer of your show. And now, he's gone into sports, hasn't he? Or He actually, no, no, he ha- has a full-time Monday through Friday job. He was working seven days a week for... Geez, I don't know how about four years or so, and Ben just kind of needed a a little bit of a break, and uh, I I came in and took over, and the second show I trained for was Sagatuck on Sunday. Oh, and I wow. thought, you know what? I love this program, <laughs> and and kudos to you, Gregory, oh, because you. this show is fabulous. You are an ambassador for Sagatuck and Douglas, and and uh, it's just a really well-produced show. Applause. No applause yet to CJ for that. (laughs) But uh, just just a fantastic program. So thank you. And and now that I'm not uh, running it on the board like Jared is this morning, I get up and make my coffee and put on my ear earbuds because my wife's still sleeping. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I tune it in as much as I can. I really enjoy the show. You know, when I was a kid um, going to school back in the primary high school days of school, um, uh, I was voted class most talkative, believe it or not. <laughs> well, imagine that. <laughs> so it's given me something to do. You know, um, I've, I've uh, worked in the community for many years, uh, previous business owner, and then also um, of Del Sol. And then also uh, worked for many years on the board of the business association. Okay. Um, uh, I uh, for eight years I served on the board, and then for the last six years I served as administrator up until last year. So I helped to put on events and all kinds of fun things. And and through doing advertising and marketing for the Sagatuck Douglas area, we did radio, of course, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, with ninety two seven the van. And I worked with Brent Allen. And uh, I started, uh, you know, doing different radio spots, and and uh, and I wasn't really crazy about the writing and the voiceover, the commercials. <laughs> okay. So I'd asked him this about five or six years ago, and I'd asked him, "Hey, would you mind if I did a little copy and maybe did some voiceover work?" And and uh, I had some friends involved as well, and we would do commercial spots for the Sagatuck Douglas area for music in the park and all right. of our great events that we do, yeah. and um, and uh, really enjoyed it. Um, uh, I've done a lot of commercial work and uh, and got that behind me. And then so about two or three years ago, Brent came up to me with the idea of doing this kind of a show. And I thought, well, I, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, of course, because, you know, Mike Johnson over there has the show on 92.7 called The Morning Grind. On Saturdays. And, yeah, and he's, yeah. And he's a yeah. friend of mine. And so oh, okay. I, I didn't want to, you know, step on anybody's toes. No. Uh, but, you know, uh, I didn't have the time uh, a few years ago to, to do this. And then so COVID hit. And uh, and uh, I had a little bit more time, so we reinvented the idea. Now we're into our second year already. Fabulous. Yeah. And so. and for maybe folks that don't know that aren't in the, in the industry, this takes a lot of time, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> it does. you, you it's not like you uh, wake up on Sunday and start putting together your program. <laughs> no. That I know. No, I uh, I work on it uh, all day. Well, throughout the week, actually. Right. Um. Uh. But uh, most of the most of the research and all that I do on Saturdays, and then um. Uh, of course, I get up at 4.30 in the morning on Sundays uh, to get the studio ready, brew the coffee, and get everything ready. A lot of 
sometimes I do my own baking, as you know. As you yes, know. yeah. And uh, today I didn't have time to do baking. However, I have this lovely bowl in front of you uh-huh. of fruit and nuts. All right. It's, it's Saugatuck and Douglas, fruit and nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fantastic. We've got, we've got um, you know, these uh, dried cherries are provided by American Spoon. They're at 308 Butler Street, just right. downstairs. Just downstairs. Mm-hmm. Been in there and met uh, the owner... What's her name? Manager Deb. Manager Deb Petrie. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Talked to her a couple of months ago as we were in there making our purchases. Uh huh. And she does a great job there. Yeah. Um, what and, a neat store. Oh, it really is good stuff. Yeah. And uh, so I, she, uh, I, she says, "Hey, Greg, you want to bake?" Well, you know, I just got back from dog sitting with some good friends of mine, Julie Abel from Jabber Design, and also her partner Jacqueline Carey, famous author, and they went to Portugal. So I kind of watched over their house and dogs. I really didn't have time to do any baking this weekend so here we are with a bowl of fruit and nuts she told me to add some nuts to it and there we go i i'm no problem about adding nuts to anything no no so, <laughs> so i appreciate it yeah that, that's a great way to start your day and some so enjoy nuts. um dan let's get back to you uh and after 24 years in music city usa nashville tennessee 24 years yeah. huh and um and uh you guys had decided to come back here to your roots right well, um, I'm originally from Fargo, North Dakota. Oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a that's out there. That is out there. Yeah, yeah. And I've been there once. Have you? Yeah, I have. Hopefully, and, uh, between maybe May and September, or was it January? Had a friend when I was in college, and he's a musician, and he did a musical uh, 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 tour, and Fargo okay. was one of his stops, right. and uh, he passed away, Clyde Leiterman, and he played a lot of the Irish jigs. He played the music box, and and he did a lot of historical music and so he had been asked he had a specialized so he would go from different schools to play this different kind of music um so kind of like european jigs from the old from the old world and um and uh kind of like a strolling minstrel type and And how long ago was that uh golly that was late 80s early 90s yeah Yeah. i'd gone since moved out by then but uh but i remember fargo uh there's not much there Oh, no, there's plenty there. Fargo gets kind of a bad rap, I think, a little bit. And because of the movie. Now, living down south, the only point of reference that anyone has of Fargo, North Dakota, is, oh, I saw the movie. Yeah, right. (laughs) And and not like, uh, don't you know, we don't talk like that. Uh, You know, kind of like that. But, but, uh, no, I I grew up in Fargo. Uh, My father, uh, my late father was a music educator. Oh, okay. And he taught at North Dakota State University, Go mm-hmm. Bison. And um, my wife is well, has lived in Chicago area, Cleveland area, but she basically uh, grew up in southwest Minnesota, just kind of east of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is right on the line. And um, we met in Minneapolis when I lived in Minneapolis. Um, was a musician in there and working in radio. You in- were a musician. I am a musician. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that, Dan. Yeah, growing up uh, in a musical family, my uh-huh. father was a trombone player, but being an educator, he could play just about any instrument. Oh, okay. And uh, my oldest brother's a trumpet player. He's uh-huh. basically retired in the uh, Greeley, Colorado area. My next oldest brother is still playing trombone, uh, does most of his gigs on Broadway. He's a Broadway musician in oh, New wow. York City. Wow. Uh, myself, I came in, I, I, I called myself the black sheep of the family because I liked the drums. Oh, yeah. And I've got horn players, uh, you know, in the house. And then my youngest sister, who is a very accomplished clarinetist, she didn't 
um, take up music for a career. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, growing up in music and uh, drumming and singing was always my first love. But uh, I lived in Boston, Mass. for a time in mm -hmm. the 80s. Uh, my brother lived there and um, just decided I heard a... I heard a commercial on the radio, if you'd like to be in broadcasting, <laughs> attend the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Uh -huh. And I thought, you know, I don't know if I want to rely on my drums to pay my bills for the rest of my life. So I picked another ridiculous career, and that's radio <laughs> broadcasting. But, uh, but uh, About as lucrative as being a musician, <laughs> right? <laughs> but... Quite honestly, I, I've been blessed. You know, between radio and and music, people look at me. And go, oh, you've got some really cool jobs. Sure. Oh, well, I, 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 guess, I guess I do. I guess I do. Yeah. So, um, in the late '90s, my wife and I uh, thought we were kind of spinning our wheels in the Twin Cities area. We wanted something different. My wife had always been just a real big fan of Nashville, Tennessee. Her brother uh -huh. lived in Chattanooga, and she'd been down there visiting, and, and one thing led to another. We visited a few times, and I realized that I had some friends from high school and college that were down there working mm -hmm. professionally, one being a producer and still is the producer of the band Diamond Rio. Oh, okay. Diamond Rio. Uh -huh. yep. yep. So moved down there and, and spent 24 years. But, I, again, it just it got to be... A little much for us. It was too busy. Uh, the traffic is beyond crazy. Yeah. And and the growth, good for the city. It's an it city now. But, um, you know, we used to go downtown and what I call gawk at the tourists. We right. usually love to do that. But right. I, I wouldn't do that. It, it's just it kind of turned into a uh, almost a bourbon street every night uh, in downtown Nashville. Oh, sure. And, uh, it's not really something that uh, we're interested at this point of our life. So. <laughs> right. So uh, one thing led to another. We were thinking about moving south, possibly. My soon-to-be 90-year-old mother is currently living at Fort Myers, Florida. Oh, nice area. Yeah. I was just there a couple of years yeah. ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, just decided, uh, hey, the cousin said the van looks – I think the van's looking for, work for uh, employees. Yeah. So one thing led to another, and I, I uh, emailed Brent Allen – and uh, sent him what we call an air check tape. It's no longer a tape anymore. It's right. an MP3. Right. But uh, literally within about five minutes, I think I left my office at the house in Nashville, went down the down to the kitchen for whatever, and came back. And I'm like, honey, I got an email from Brent Allen back already. Oh, wow. And he, was, he just said, when are you moving up? Do you looking for part-time or full-time? And does your, your current Midwest Communications boss know about any of this? Yes. And I said, we're looking to move up as soon as I have a job, part-time or full-time, whatever I could get, and I'll call Barbara now. <laughs> <laughs> so I came up, started working part-time, like I said, for weekend shows. Uh -huh. uh, one thing led to another. Did you know Peg McNichol from the WHTC News Department? Yes, I do okay. remember Peg. Mm -hmm. Peg and Gary uh, ran the news department on WHTC mm -hmm. in the morning shows, mm -hmm. and Peg... Uh, decided to go back to Detroit, where right. she's originally from. She's more of a, a print background than a broadcast background. Okay. And she, I think she uh, wanted to get back in, into the print uh, right. area uh, of the business, and uh -huh. uh, uh, the position was open. Uh -huh. Of course, with corporate radio, they can't just say, okay, Dan, you're, you're in. We have to interview X amount of people. We have to post the job for X amount of days, and... I kept bothering now retired Kevin Oswald about once a week. So, so Kevin, so, what, do you, so? what do you what do you got? You, you ready? You ready? Yeah, you ready? Yeah, right, but, uh, right. One thing led to another, and and I I'm blessed and grateful. 
Well, I it, got the position. And at least you've got something to fall back on. You've, you can always go back to your drums. <laughs> well. Yeah, I don't know about if you know about this, but one of the best blues jams in West Michigan is right here in Saugatuck uh, today. You can bring oh, your guitar yeah. or your instrument and play some tunes or just come and have some beer and enjoy the music at the Sandbar right here, our local hole in the wall here in Saugatuck. Uh, the jam is backed by uh, amplifiers, so no need to lug an amp, an amp. They're called Victoria amplifiers. Have you heard of those? I'm a drummer. I don't have amplifiers. Oh, that's right. You don't yeah. need them, do you? No. Uh, every Sunday, the first of the month, it's yeah. from 3 to 7. So if you're an accomplished a musician. Or not. Uh, or not. Um, uh, 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 Join in, and uh, there's a bunch of band members, and you could just join in and have a little jam session. Um, it's it's one of the favorite Sunday afternoons here in Saugatuck. People have a lot of fun. You'll see James Reeser and the group there, and a bunch of the local local musicians hanging out. Well, I went to the last one. Oh, uh, the first Sunday of April. Did you did you partake? Well, I went in. I, I listened because James and his band does the first set from right. like three to three forty-five, somewhere in there. Kick him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent blues band, by the way. Oh, really, yeah. really good. And James blowing that harp. Oh, and, he he uh, knows that harp. Yeah. And I, and I had my sticks in my back pocket. You know, mm-hmm. I knew I didn't have to bring drums, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, drummers should at least bring their sticks. And talked to James on the break and said, "Hey, James, I, I heard you on Sagatuck on Sunday, Gregory's show. I uh, used to be producer. Would love to play a little bit." And he says, "Well, fantastic." He says, "Boy, we've got a lot of drummers oh, yeah. lined up today." Mm-hmm. And I said, "And he said, if if I don't bring you up." I haven't forgotten about you. There are just others that came in and kind of signed in before you did. So mm-hmm. I listened for about two hours and decided mm-hmm. maybe the next time. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to stay all the way till 7, got to go home. And, and my alarm clock goes off at 345 each, Monday, or each weekday morning. Oh, so, wow. You so, get up really early. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm at work about 445, and the sure. show goes on at 530. Right, right, right. Gary does all the work, really. He's, he's there at 4 o'clock. Oh, wow, wow. But uh, I come in and just kind of prepare for the day, and I'm yeah. the host, so Gary can got to do his thing in the newsroom and get ready for Talk of the Town at 9. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, excellent blues jam, yeah. really blues good jam. players. And I was impressed with the people that sat in, too. There were especially some guitar players that, right. boy, these guys... They, they, they've got some licks. Uh-huh. They, they, they do. They yeah. do. And, and West Michigan has its own style of blues. Um, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's not like the Chicago blues. It's not like the Detroit blues. There's a, there's a different earthiness to it, I think. Okay. I, I do feel that way. I'll I, have to kind of listen with more of, a, mm-hmm. more of an ear next A little bit more of a grassroots, I feel. I um, you know, what, no, so you told, me, you told me all of this and your background as a musician, but um, what's the best thing about your Lakeshore? experience now that you live here oh my gosh you know it's hard to say because we love the area we love the lakeshore uh we we moved up here Uh, my wife joined me i started working part-time in august but i'd work friday night saturday morning sunday morning then head back to nashville Mm -hmm. i made probably 10 round trips between holland and and nashville between uh august and september and my wife uh moved up uh in october we found a a, literally we looked at about 20 houses the only house i really liked 
we ended up getting. So, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, and she came up in October. We had to wait to get into our house till the week before Thanksgiving. Right. So, I remember you were calling me, and you were saying, hey, Gregory, yeah. what do you have at Mill Pond Realty? Do you have we, anything there? We need a place to stay. Yeah. We found a place in Douglas about a, mm-hmm. uh, what's the main street? Center? Center Street. Center's yeah. the main. We're about a block away from, from Center. Had a very nice small condo mm-hmm. with myself, my wife, and our uh our uh, 50 pound 12 year old beagle wow 50 pounds that's okay. a big beagle well, he's losing weight he's down to like 48.5 okay good so <laughs> but anyway i got into our house we we have never looked back we really mm-hmm. really enjoy the area uh favorite thing i think you know we were always looking we wanted to live by the water mm-hmm. and my wife says we had often thought there would be salt in the water meaning the ocean right but uh just to be around the water, Lake Michigan, uh, Lake Makatawa, uh, I need to take an hour lunch break. My lunch break starts about 10 o'clock in the morning. Right, sure. But what I've been doing is I pack a lunch. I drive less than five minutes to Lake Makatawa to uh, Collin Park uh-huh. and just enjoy my lunch, the quiet, the water. I, I think that's it. And we, we moved here in late fall. Uh-huh. So we kind of endure the winter, which wasn't bad at all yeah. this year. I, I don't think so. No, it was not. We haven't had a bad winter here in quite a few years. Good, um, uh, uh, that way. Yeah, we'll have a couple, you know, cold spells. But honestly, yeah. we've been really lucky here the last few years um, uh, with uh, with the weather. That is one thing. You know, you go out on the water, and you know, whether you're coming out here in Kalamazoo or you go out to Lake Michigan, and no matter what mood you're in, it really puts you in a place of serenity to watch the sun reflect over the water. Unbelievable. And and it's just a it's it's just a peace and calmness. That yeah. the that that the water brings, and I think that's why I enjoy the area so much too, and what attracted me to to move here as well. Um, uh, so Dan, um, what's the, tell me now? You're the news guy. You're the big news guy on WHTC in the morning. You wake up and get us all informed with everything going on. Um, what's the biggest challenge in your new position there? All the airtime. I mean, I have a, a news background. Uh huh. For nearly 20 years at a heritage radio station in Nashville, mm-hmm. um, and I was the news director for a point there, and our big company ended up laying off news directors across the board in 2017, where I lost my job there. But I did news, but it was all just reading the text, reading uh-huh. the news. And on WHDC Morning News, there is a lot of talk time and just kind of ad lib time gary is so good at that Uh and that was the one thing that i thought no man i don't know i've never (laughs) done this and uh but i've i've done two weeks now of the the show gary trained me in little by little which was the the right thing to do Uh on his end to get me comfortable and um, of course you're running the board and running everything and um i think that the challenge for me was just to kind of maybe turning into a little bit of a talk show host along with the news anchor. Right, right. Now, my, my favorite show in the morning, because I love 92.7, the band, I love the music. Um, that That's one reason why I listened to it long before I worked with 92.7. Um, I love the music, so I listen in the morning, and uh, I listen to Brent's show. Yeah. Brent was on vacation, and you took over for, what, two weeks? Just about two weeks. About two yeah, weeks. And that is just an I get, absolute blast. I got to tell you, you did a great job. Oh, thank you. And thank you. and uh, I was wondering if they were going to hire him back when he came back. You know, I thought, I thought <laughs> well, maybe you were going to take over. I, I don't know about that. Brent <laughs> is, 
is uh, what's the word revered yeah. in the area. He's good. He is really good. Uh-huh. He he uh, he's very upbeat. He gets you going in the morning. Gets you to smile in the morning. Uh-huh. And I think I'd like to take a little bit of that onto. You know, we can't be serious all the time. Right. We get inundated with news and bad news and. Uh, let, let's just try to smile a little bit and right. talk about the community, talk about the fun like you do on this show. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah. We've got a great show lined up. We've got Daniel DeFranco. He's the new Saugatuck manager. He just uh, acquired that position. He was on here, what, about about two, a m- month or two ago? And uh, he was uh, vying for the position. And here on the show, we supported him. So I'm, pro- I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why he got the job. Yeah. That's right, yeah, and and now him, um, uh, he'll be on the show. He's going to get us caught up with everything going out on in the township and uh, in his new position there. We've also got Jeff West, as I told you earlier, that uh, went to go visit the new Wickwood Inn, and it is just amazing. The changes that they've located? done there, right over here, five ten Butler Street, okay. just down the street here, uh, a block and a half. It's on the corner there, that beautiful white inn okay. that you see on the corner there, Kitty Corner of the, um, uh, actually across from the post office, but Kitty Corner of the um, Saugatuck Inn, which used to be um, uh, right next to, right next to the Butler Pantry. So it used to be called the Victorian Inn, owned by Jane for Plank, and now it's called, I believe, the Saugatuck Saugatuck Inn. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, she had renamed that uh, two years ago. She was there. A lot of the uh, innkeepers were there. Catherine Simon from Maplewood. She was there as well, welcoming them. There are also two of the finer. Um, bed and breakfast here in the area. And so Jeff will be on as well. We've also got Tom Arman. He's the Freedom Boat Club of Michigan, Mich- Michiana president. That's hard um, to say. Mi- Michiana. Michiana. Yeah, yeah, they say that a lot when you go down to the border. Do they? I don't know what I feel about Michiana. I, 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 is that different from Michigander? It's, it's, yeah, yes, it is. It's Michigan and Indiana. Oh, okay, I got it. So I, I don't know it. what I feel about that, but yeah. it, at least it's not Indigan. I'd rather it be Michiana than Indigan. In, yeah, that doesn't sound yeah, as, as yeah. good. Indiana, Michigan, Michigandia, no. or I don't know how, how would you put that together. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, but um, you know, uh, we're we're already it's, it's already seven thirty. What? Daniel Daniel just walked in the door. Daniel DeFranco. All right. He's out, he's out in the wing, and we're going to have him on after the break. Hey, Daniel, help yourself some coffee, and help yourself to a nutty dunker. I don't know if you like a nutty dunker, but I do. Um, and then, and then, of course, um, uh, and then uh, we'll have all of our other guests on as well. But you know, there's a lot of things. I, I've got this whole list of events that I wanted to bring up. And um, uh, real quick, though, I promised Gene that I'd mention the, uh, this weekend, May 6th, 10 a.m. through May 8th, uh, and then May 8th, uh, uh, 4 p.m. is the third annual Mother's Day Marketplace at 439 Butler Street in Saugatuck, Michigan. It'll be your one-stop shopping destination for the perfect Mother's Day gift. Fresh flower arrangements, beautiful plants. We've also got tons of basket planters coming in and all kinds of great things. So we'll be there at the shop. Don't don't forget about mom. Don't forget about mom. Don't forget about mom. Next Sunday. Yeah, you don't want her forgetting about you next Sunday. And uh, we're going to go into break, but we'll be right back, folks. We've got a great show jam-packed lined up for you. We've got more events to bring up. and, And stay tuned. Grab another cup of coffee. We'll have Daniel DeFranco from the Saugatuck Township. He'll be on. He'll be filling us in with his new job position. We'll find out how much money he makes, too. (laughs) Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday 
92.7 The Band. We'll be right back. Sun's looking pretty out there coming over the hill, isn't it, Dan? Wonderful. See, yeah. Dan said Dan walked up to the studio. He said, "He said, oh, you do watch the sun come yeah. up over the hill." I thought it was just something you said on the radio. Do you think I'm lying to our listeners? Oh, yeah. Is that what is that what you think? Just, it's <laughs> theater of the mind is what we call it, right? You know, you know, you know. I remember when. Do you remember when they stopped all of these spam calls? And for a while, it was quiet. Nobody was getting spam calls. But you're getting all of those spam calls. I know I'm getting yeah. a lot of them all yeah. the time. Um, you know, uh, last week. The Allegan County Central Dispatch, along with Allegan County Sheriff's Office, received multiple calls from concerned individuals indicating they had spoken with a Sergeant Johnson from the Allegan County Sheriff's Office. I don't even think there is enough a Sergeant Johnson. Um, the fraudulent caller has told the individuals that they've had a, a signed a they had a signed certified letter indicating that they would submit to a secondary DNA sample uh, per new federal mandates that they've not complied and that the fraudulent caller has instructed the individuals that they have an active warrant for their arrest and that they need to provide payment uh, to satisfy the requirements of the warrant, either through money order or by gift card. That's your first red flag right there. Gift card. That's right. No. Yeah. The fraudulent caller has then instructed the individuals to turn themselves in at the Allegan County Jail after payment has been received. Uh, the Allegan County Sheriff's Office would like to remind everyone they don't accept any form of payment or warrants over the phone, and they never inform anyone of active warrants over the phone unless it has been prearranged during an active investigation. So just a reminder. Now, the fraudulent caller uh, had primarily focused on individuals on the sex offender registry. And um, so um, so, uh, so uh, just, a, just a heads up. There's no such thing as a Sergeant Johnson. No. And Allegan County will never call you with that kind of information. Um, so, And if you did have questions, you could certainly just say, call me later and pick up the phone and, and call the Sheriff's Department and say, what's this all about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also want to give another shout out to, um, and I have before, to the sake of Being Humane. That's our organization here in town that saves uh, rescued animals. Um, they're asking for donations. Uh, and this is pretty easy. Can and bottle drive. Empty out your garage. Get rid of all of those empty bottles and cans that you keep hoarding. Yes. Because, I mean, you know, nobody wants to stand at the returnables. And so why don't you donate them to a, to a likely cause? They're accepting cans and bottles as a benefit for their, uh, for their pet care. And there's no time or, or time frame on the fundraiser. Drop them off anytime at their facility, any day or night. They're located at 2525 68th Street in Fenville, Michigan. Asked to make sure that they're put in bags or boxes so they can hold up to the weather and, uh, and to tie your bags. Um, leave them in the can corral, which is to the left of the driveway there. Um, for information, and if you want to make a donation, not just cans and bottles or a cash donation to help save the animals, 
in our area. She does a wonderful job to rescue Ashley. She's been on the show before. Phone number 616-990-7286. So just to- That's a great way to, to give back. Like, like no, really no issue, no uh, trouble on your end. Exactly. Just, uh, cleaning out your garage. Exactly. You to help out the animals. Exactly. I've donated my bottles to, many times over the years for the high school or different people that, you know, ask for them or need them. Um, uh, you know, um, lots of great things happening in the town. You know, we've got a great area where people volunteer um, and join organizations. There are organizations like the Tri-Community Recycle Committee, which uh, Daniel DeFranco was a part of. Speaking of Daniel DeFranco, let's get that disco ball down. I tried to make a segue. I don't know how that worked. <laughs> and he's working the runway. He's been on the show before. He's been my co-host, actually, before. But now he's the Saugatuck Township Manager. Welcome to the show, Daniel DeFranco. Gregory, it's fabulous to see you. It is fabulous to see you as well. Um, hey, um, you're the you're the new manager. I am the new manager. Last time you were on the show, you were talking about, oh, you know, I really want this job. I, well, I did. I still want the job. <laughs> I signed a three-year contract. I that's saw how much that. I want the job. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's dedication there. It is dedication. I, you know, you got. I have a lot that I would like to accomplish. Mm-hmm. One year's just not enough. Uh-huh. I think that the township also appreciates the commitment because uh-huh. we've oh, had definitely. some turnover in the past, but not four this managers time. in four the last managers. four years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes it's it's hard to get the right manager in because you want someone who really understands the community and gets along with the board, mm-hmm. um, and that's just not always the easiest thing to find. And some sometimes it's you know it's best to just kind of acknowledge that you know a situation's not great and you're going to go your separate ways, but. I think in my case, I know the board pretty well. I know the community mm-hmm. pretty well. I live here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm super excited about it. I think it's going to work out great. And you've got a pretty good education. I do. You really do. I know. I'm always embarrassed of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've been everywhere from Tulane at, at, uh, Tulane uh, University in New Orleans to Muskegon Community College, Grand Valley State University, Lake Forest College. Um, you received your uh, master's, didn't you? PhD. PhD. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, he's my... a doctor. I am a doctor, but don't call me for emergencies. <laughs> now, do you? Can, so you can put doctor in your name, right? Yeah. So, but, but yeah. do you? I do on my email signature. Mm-hmm. So when you have a PhD, you get to put like your name, comma PhD. PhD. Uh-huh. But then when people address you, it should be doctor. Oh. So like if it's like yeah. You hear that, everybody? The doctor's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's great to have you on the show. Now, of course, I've had you on before, but you know, for folks that don't know who you are, you, you've uh, you've spent a lot of time here since you moved into the Saugatuck area in public service. Um, uh, so you've served as the Saugatuck Township Planning Commission. Yes. Are you still on the Planning Commission now that you're a manager, or is there a conflict of interest? There's there? a conflict of interest, okay. which is, you know, it makes perfect sense. If you're a staff member, you can't serve on, you know, you can't serve on the board, or you, well, that, well, that's the only exception. If you're an elected board member, you can still be on, like, Planning Commission, but if you're a staff member, you can't be on Planning Commission. Um, you can't be on, like, Board of Review, so there are things that sure. you just can't do, so... I've stepped back, but I've still kind of, you know, helped facilitate things with our zoning administrator and, you know, chat with our planning commissioners and fully supportive of of the decisions they make. We have a really great group Uh on planning commission. We've worked really hard to kind of get a diverse bunch of individuals with some great experience. Well, it's Saugatuck Township is really growing right now. If you if you take a drive down Blue Star, you'll see. 
there's all kinds of new business going on. I mean, we've got the new uh, mini golf course. We do. We've got that great event center that's oh, being I'm built so right excited. now. That's really big. But a lot of other businesses through that Blue Star Corridor from, uh, you know, just going, you know, from the expressway um, to, to, to Saugatuck here has really grown. We've got the new uh, gallery, uh, Capizzo Gallery. Oh, I love Capizzo. I was there last night. They did an open house. Oh, tell us about oh, that. Was what, was, oh. what, what was it about? Open well, house. they were just kind of, you know, showcasing their art. They have some local artists. So you went there instead of the Wickwood show? No, I went everywhere, Gregory. Oh, you I went, went everywhere. You did go to Wickwood? Yeah. I missed I you guys there. I went to Wickwood. There. Yeah, okay, which good. is It's like the St. Regis of Saugatuck. should have went to – yeah, it is. It is. It's it really fabulous. is nice, yeah. isn't it? Beautiful. Oh, it's great. Did you see the bathrooms? I saw the bathrooms. We've got Jeff on. He's going to be on the next half hour. Oh, I love so Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's going to be great there. Yeah, I'm so yeah. excited for them. Yeah, great guy. Yeah. I met him through Sherry Tadali. Now, um, yeah, you've got um, uh, – also, I've had you – the first time I had you on the show was for the Tri Community Recycling Committee. So, which is still going strong. Uh-huh, We're uh-huh. doing our household hazardous waste day this year. Uh, don't quote me because it's really early in the morning, right. but I believe it's May twenty fourth this year. All okay. the information is on our on the Tri Community Recycling webpage. It is on both Douglas and Sacramento City's website. It's on the township's website. It's on our Facebook page. So the link is there with all of the information. You are able to sign up. We're doing it a little differently this year because we had some trouble um, getting a company that would do it. There are a lot of staff shortages and, you know, with the world the way it is. Right. You know, household hazardous waste pickup apparently was one of the ones that, you know, is suffering from that. But we were able to get a company to come in um, and we'll, we're doing it from 3 to 7 p.m. on a weekday. Okay. So it gives you a little more time to get in there, a little flexibility, but we're doing it the same kind of organized way. There are time slots. You sign up for your time slot. Um, it's all free to residents in the city of Saugatuck, uh, the city of Douglas, and Saugatuck Township. Uh, each of the municipalities is donating about $5,000, and then we're getting matching funds from the Rotary Club of $10,000. Oh, nice. So we're really happy to be partnering again with the Rotary Club. We're super appreciative of the fact that the municipalities, again, are kind of recognizing how popular it was uh-huh. um, and the need for you know a household hazardous waste service in town. So a hazardous waste, that's a, your opportunity to throw away paint? Um, uh, uh, batteries, um, what, what? Yeah. So not latex. Apparently, not latex. Right. Yeah. You oh, okay. You throw in a little kitty litter and it's, and it dries right up. If you have latex paint, you have oh, a lot okay. of it, put in a little kitty litter, it'll dry right up. You can put it right in your garbage. It's non-toxic. Oh, oil-based okay. paint. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that you're going to want to go to a household hazardous waste day. Okay. Batteries. We still have our battery buckets in each of the municipal halls. So okay. if you have batteries that you want to recycle that are not, you know, car batteries. Right. I don't know. We're not going to take a car battery. <laughs> but if you have like, you know, AAA or AA or, you know, DC, uh-huh. I don't know what all the batteries are. But if you have like you know, a normal battery, yeah. you can come to uh, the city hall. You can come to the township hall. We have a battery bucket service for, for residents. But uh-huh. you can take large batteries to the household hazardous waste day. Um, we do accept some electronics. There is a cost. It's a minimal cost. It's like $10 per electronic just because it's expensive for us Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. old medication is a great one if you have that you don't want to be throwing it in the the landfill because eventually that's going to leak into your groundwater right so this is kind of yeah anything toxic you have to think you know you throw it in the landfill it's kind of out of sight out of mind but eventually it's going to come back to haunt you because all that leaks into the groundwater um and might you know result in bigger problems later down the road i mean if you can't you know, if a local community doesn't have their drinking water. Right. So, yeah, right. it's, a, it's right. a great thing to do. 
Um, and then it just gets that junk out of your house. So, spring cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of cleaning. it. Yeah, spring cleaning. Um, uh, so get, getting back to your job now. Yeah. Of course, I wanted to give Recycle a little shout out, of Thank course. Thank you. But getting back to your job, um, uh, do, do you see anything? Now that you've got the job, you've been doing it as an intern. Is there anything different to it now that you've really got the job? The only difference is so. Because you were kind of doing the whole thing. Before yeah. you were intern, because yeah. now how long did you serve as interim? About two and a half, three months. Okay. So yeah, I essentially, I was doing everything that you know I'm doing now, except it was more like learning the ropes and kind of learning all the players and just keeping up with all the correspondence, all uh-huh. the emails. Now I'm kind of in a position where. I feel a lot better about things, and I'm starting to think about, well, what is my greater vision for the uh-huh. township? How can I help facilitate the strategic goals that the board has established? Right. So that's right. kind of really what I'm doing now, looking at – we do have a strategic action plan. It's multi-year. It's uh-huh. on our website. Uh-huh. You can – you know. And what's the website for the township? Sagatech Township, township all spelled out, uh-huh. .org. .org. Sagatechtownship.org. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. we're actually redoing it right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. You were telling me you're designing a new website. Are you a part of that? I am a part of uh-huh. it. So I'm uh-huh. on our website design committee, Oh, which is very exciting. Uh-huh. Um, I have another staff member on it, and then I have – I don't know if you've had Chris Clark on the show before. Yes, I have. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. he's amazing. He was yeah. – um, um, what was he? Technology education instructor at Notre Dame for over 20 years. Oh, wow. So he's just an incredible, you know, um, wealth of knowledge in, in going through this process. And uh-huh. we chose this really cool company. It's it's out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh, okay. And they're just so excited to be working with us. I uh-huh. mean, out of all the proposals we got, because we went through the whole proposal process, um, they were just, you know, a cut above everybody else and just like design and, yeah. um, you know, having worked with municipalities and actually Douglas reached out to them too. Cause I think they were jealous of our, of, your, <laughs> of, of our your, company. Of your yeah. company. So I'm excited for them. Uh, yeah. w- websites are really fun. I know, uh, when we redid the Sadaba website about four or five years ago, I got the opportunity to work with Jabber design, uh, Julie Abel, um, uh, to design that. So it's, and it's a lot of fun, uh, to, to practice your creativity and, and all that. Are you familiar with WordPress or no? Oh, okay. But so. I will be. I will be. But you know pretty colors and pictures, right? I know pretty colors. <laughs> I know pretty pictures. Speaking of pictures, we are looking for photos. So I know right. that we have a lot of talented local photographers, um, and I'm kind of looking for everything. I, one one thing that I really kind of emphasize to the website company is I want to highlight our river. The Kalamazoo River is such a a beautiful part of our landscape. It's mm-hmm. such an important part of the township. I mean, right. it, it you know flows right through it. Right. Um, right. So I really would love you know pictures of the river, but we're also looking to highlight our local businesses, mm-hmm. our local people. Um, mm-hmm. So if anybody has photos that they think are you know worthy of being on our website mm-hmm. that you think they're great mm-hmm. send them our way send so them. you don't have to be a professional photographer or just well, somebody I'll, that i'll look at them I'll okay <laughs> but if you think you have a great photo or you're a professional photographer reach out to me because we are in the process of you know we've kind of formulated a list of things that we want to see mm-hmm. like i talked to to missy Corey at penny royal okay. because that's just a fabulous place and you you know you're in there you can see the diners you can see you know the staff working in the kitchen right. and they have a great shot of that right and i just want to really 
use our website to also showcase our town and your businesses and yeah and their businesses yeah. i think that we need to be supporting our our local businesses and you know our local people uh-huh and uh ryan alexander you might want to hit him up um he's I, a great photographer he owns the cove uh, uh bar over in douglas he's so talented really talented photographer and yeah. he's got that drone Correct. I yeah, want to get, yeah, we got to get a little boat on the Kalamazoo, people get that drone like, up in the air. People like videos. I, yeah, they yeah. do. Uh-huh. I like yeah. videos. I do too. Oh, yeah. pretty pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so you've been on, on the uh, show before, and last time you talked about some improvements that were coming uh, over for Old Allegan Road. I see they happened. Um, uh, uh, on Allegan across Blue Star, there's been a lot of concern about traffic and, uh, and the speed limit and people going too fast. But I see you've done some things to make it a little safer over there. What, 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 what did you guys do over there? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we definitely have heard the public and a lot of us use that, that intersection. So we know how, you know, kind of, you know, precarious it can be. So yeah, we've, um, we've added on, um. The north side of the road, lights to the stop sign, they mm-hmm. flash, so they kind of indicate ahead of time that you're coming up to a, a stop sign. Uh-huh. We've also added um, cross-traffic does not stop signs on yeah. both sides of the intersection just to draw the eye to something because, especially if you're you're not from the area and you're flying down Old Allegan, you may not notice that little dull red sign. You might just go right across the intersection, which people have. Well, you're go, you go up that hill, you know, and you go so I go, I go across that section a lot, and, yeah. and uh, I'll tell you that stop sign sign really sticks out now it does so yeah. we're we're excited about those improvements um we continue to work with the allegan county road commission on that intersection uh whether or not and i know this is it might be everyone has very strong opinions about this but whether it's a stoplight or it becomes a roundabout those are kind of ongoing discussions we're still hearing um comments from the public about it um, no decisions really have been made, but we are looking at continued safety improvements there mm-hmm. and also improvements that, um, you know, support, you know, pedestrians crossing the road and, and bicyclists mm-hmm. or cyclists. What is mm-hmm. it, cyclists? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just to make sure that, you know, whatever improvement goes in there is going to be like people friendly, walking friendly, uh-huh. bicycle friendly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so things will, you know, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. The other big thing we're doing, I don't yes. know if you've ever driven down Old Allegan Road. Yes. It's a little rough these days. It is. It's a little rough these days. It is. Uh, we recognize- There's a lot of roads here in Saugatuck that are a little rough. You know, we, yeah. we were able to uh, get the new road here on Butler Street, but what that's done in front of here has made me open up my eyes to a lot of the roads around here. I know. So, you know, even up on the hill, the folks, you know, that live on the prestigious hill, those roads need to be redone. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get the Sagatuck City Manager You're gonna have to get here. the Sagatuck yeah, City Manager because yeah, that's not up to you. But yeah, that is not. Yes, up to there me. are parts of Allegan that do need to be redone. What's yeah. going on there? Well, you know, it's hard for people to understand because it's kind of complicated. Like it's very the, costly. It's costly, and in the township we have local roads, which the township is responsible for, and we have county roads, and that's what the Allegan County Road Commission is responsible for. Right. And Old Allegan right now is a county road, mm-hmm. and so we don't necessarily maintain that road um but we are definitely a you know collaborative bunch and you know we've been talking to our friends over at the Allegan county road commission and they're a great group of people and we kind of struck up a little bit of a compromise with them okay so this year the township is considering contributing money to have old Allegan paved so by doing that what we're doing is prioritizing the repaving of the road for the county so 
Old Allegan technically wasn't going to be on the project list for next year. So we would have had to wait a whole nother year to find out if Old Allegan Road was going to be paved in a whole nother year, which it may not have. Right. So the township is saying to itself, well, we have this great road plan. We maintain our local roads. There's a provision in there that lets us to contribute to the county uh-huh. if there's a special project. And we feel that Old Allegan Road as a major thoroughfare in the town should be one of those special projects and that by contributing, we can get that road back up to, you know, the standards that we're used to, stop it from deteriorating. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, the county's going to pay for the vast majority of that project. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of showing good faith, um, working with the county, and they're going to, yeah, they're going to prioritize that road. So we have to live with it for, you know, a little bit longer. But mm-hmm. by next year, Old Allegan Road will be completely repaved. Wow. Wow. That's exciting. That's exciting. Much needed. And now, I'm going down Blue Star Highway, yeah. and I'm going over by the expressway. Uh-huh. And I'm going over the overpass. Uh-huh. There has been, and I haven't heard a lot about it, but there has been talk. Yeah. Um, and, and water lines and things. But it's been, I want to say, at least a year or two till I've heard anything about it, about development at that intersection area. Ooh, Gregory, this is a hot topic. Is that this a hot topic? Well, I didn't know because I haven't heard so much. <laughs> and I understand they were, you know, they were working on getting water out there and water lines and out there. And there was talk about building out there. Is that something you can talk about or not? I, I could talk about it. I mean, I would, sum it with, I would sum it up this way. Yeah. It's complicated. Uh-huh. And I would also add, it's expensive. Right. So... It's bizarre. So you can notice that you kind of go up in elevation over there. Correct. So if there were, if there was to be an extension of water, uh-huh. we'd have to construct a water tower. Okay. And then if you also notice, that's the border of the township and Lake Town. Okay. So it's going to be a kind of a you know multi-municipality regional project if that ever got off the ground. Uh-huh. Right now, we have a lot on our plate, and we're not really looking at that, and uh-huh. we're not really feeling the like the intense development pressure. Uh-huh. Um, and what we're actually seeing is the development, which is where we want it to happen, right. is going to be south of there along the Blue Star Corridor. So right. that's really our focus, to make sure that the infrastructure is in place – on the Blue Star Corridor mm-hmm. for continued uh, growth of businesses right. as opposed to kind of thinking farther out of that area. You know, we kind of want the yeah. development to be a little more condensed. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, so it, it's it's complicated. Did it's they- not off the plate. Yeah. But I don't see it happening anytime in the near future. Think they're going to build a Walmart there? I don't think oh. so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Wouldn't that be controversy in our little small town? Well, right now there's no water to build a Walmart, so everyone can sleep at night. But I remember talking about that a few years ago, and then it just – I hadn't heard anything. So I I was just curious about that. So That's one of the things where, like, each manager brings their own personality to the job. Right. I think that previous managers might have had a little more interest in that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm focusing on getting – you know, the businesses that are already in existence and the businesses that are starting to open up. The things that they need to be successful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, here in the downtown Saugatuck area, one problem that we've found the last couple of years is that our phones keep dropping. Uh, where our, our phones are dropping, um, uh, not from our hands, but I, I think people know what I'm talking about. Our, our calls are dropping. Uh, we're having a hard time getting internet. I, I know, uh, you know, we've had Comcast over at the flower shop for many different reasons, and it's just it's been getting harder and harder with the growth of the area um and i know that saugatuck just uh uh just did a um 
a deal with uh, 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 T-Mobile, and they're going to have these boxes around town um, that's going to be strengthening our signal. And then they're working towards uh, uh, with AT&T to have 5G. Which very is very cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Which which they would be using the the ideas that they'd be using the tower on Mount Baldhead um, uh, as a transmitter. Um, uh, uh, now, Allegan County um, is doing a broadband survey. I understand, or I, I started hearing a little bit about this. They do, and it's so cool, and it's so new. Uh-huh. So I, I did kind of want to get ahead of it, and I, maybe I'll come back on your show and talk about it again. Okay, but yeah, so they've launched a broadband survey. So I think the last time I was here, I was talking about ARPA funds, American Relief. Yes. Yeah. So. The Allegan County received ARPA funds. I think they received over uh, three hundred. Was it three hundred thousand? No, that was us. Oh, that was you guys. They, they right. received about twenty-two million. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and the board of commissioners said that we're going to dedicate that money to infrastructure projects. Right. One of the ones they're prioritizing is broadband. Right. Now, twenty million dollars sounds like a lot, but when you have to spread it over an entire county, it really isn't a lot. Right. And so what they did was they established an action committee. Oh. And they have a they have a hired person to develop a kind of plan on how can we best utilize this money to get broadband to everybody in the county. Right. And what they came to realize, and the state of Michigan realizes this too, the maps that show who is underserved and who is unserved uh-huh. are really poor. So oh. there's not a really good visual of where like where the broadband actually is. We know that some areas have it, some areas don't. But mm-hmm. the best way to really approach this is first to get a very accurate map. And oh. the way that Allegan County is going to do that is by doing the survey so they can identify by address who's got broadband, who is underserved, so your internet's real slow, mm-hmm. or you're unserved. And that, that can be some speed, but you know maybe no internet to really low speeds. Mm-hmm. And it would be fantastic if every single person in the county – would take the survey because then we would get the most accurate map. So that's why I'm on here too. I really want everyone in Saugatuck Township, the city of Saugatuck, the city of Douglas, take this survey. Uh-huh. Let them know what your internet needs are because they're going to utilize that data to put together a request for proposal to all internet providers in the county. And they're going to say, we want you to come in here. These are the areas that you need to focus on, and we want to know how much it's going to cost to bring in broadband. Okay. Okay. So look for that survey, folks, especially if you're you're sick of your your dropped calls and all that. Be a part of the survey. So that should be coming out soon. No, it's out. Oh, it's, it's already, already out. The county kind of did like Can, a, it, can I go to the uh, SaugatuckTownship.org website to find out? Go to SaugatuckTownship.org. Uh-huh. Go under notices. It's the second link there. It's on our Facebook page. It's uh-huh. the first post on our Facebook page right now. Uh-huh. Take you to the link to the survey. It is not a long survey, uh-huh. but you really can help yourself in taking this because it is going to identify for the county where we have our internet needs because right now we don't know. Daniel DeFranco. Thank you for being on the show. My we, we don't have enough time. Aww. I'm going to have to have you back on the show. Oh, I'll come anytime. We've got to take a break. We've got Jeff West here in the wings, just walked in. He's oh, he, up and early after last night's celebrations of the open house of the new Wickwood Inn. He's going to be on. We're going to talk about the Wickwood Inn. Thank you again, Daniel, for coming on. My pleasure, Gregory. And congratulations on your new position. Thank you. We'll have you on later. I want to talk about the update to zoning ordinances and everything else, but we'll have you on again shortly. How's that? 
perfect. That's perfect. Thanks for being on, and thanks for listening, everybody. This is Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Band. There's Mr. and Mrs. Duck down there on Butler Street. Enjoying the sun come up over. Grab another cup of coffee. We're into the 8 o'clock hour. We'll be here. We'll be back with Jeff West from the Wickwood Inn right after these messages. If you want to find out everything happening in the Saugatuck Douglas area is right here. You're listening. Hope you grabbed another cup of coffee. And we are enjoying. Did you get some coffee, Jeff? Did you? You got some coffee? I did. That's a Hawaiian Kona. The Hawaiian Kona. And you get that at the Butler Pantry, just so you know. I love the Butler Pantry. Do you? Do you? Uh, We've got got a great show. We've got uh, Jeff. Yeah. Now, last night, um, I also want to thank my uh, wonderful co-host. He he didn't get a word in edgewise with Daniel DeFranco, did you? Well, you guys said plenty to talk about. I'm I'm just learning about the area, you know, being the newbie. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just I'm like, jump in anytime. Taking notes. Yeah, right. And, um, and, uh, you know, last night, Dan, I went over to... um, the Wickwood Inn uh, between four and six, and they had a wonderful open house with the new owners, um, Shay, and um, and uh, let's see, fumble through my notes here, um, and and uh, Shay and Mark Martin Martin, that's right, Shay and Martin, and uh, and they met them. Uh, they had redone the entire beautiful inside of the Wickwood, and uh, actually, uh, I've had our, our past host Sherry Tadaldi, or past guest has been on the show, and she introduced me to uh, Jeff West, who's here in, in, in the studio right now. And uh, we're going to make him work the runway. And uh, as he walks down the runway, come come on up to the studio. <laughs> well, wow, those moves, Jeff. Disco. Hey, um, welcome to the show, Jeff West. Thank you. Good morning, Saga Talk. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Jeff West, you are the manager, general manager of the new Wickwood Inn. I am indeed. It's exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. Welcome to the show. Jeff, where are you from? Originally from San Antonio, but I've spent my most of my career in Southern California. He's got a great voice, doesn't he? Yeah. Great yeah, voice for radio. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. And um, uh, you, you live here in West Michigan now. I do. And I live right here in Saugatuck. Oh, wow. What a great place to be. It is. I'm wondering. Um, nice, nice and close to work. Um, uh, you work for the new owners, Shay Susie. Am I pronouncing that name right? Absolutely. And Martin Horner. They're from the Susie Horner Interior Design Firm of Chicago. Chicago. That's correct. And uh, if you you go to their website um, and uh, Susie Horner website, you will find their their work is incredible. Um, that their design interior, their portfolio is amazing. And um, uh, when I first read the article that they they purchased it back in uh, let's see around October twenty sixth, actually to be precise, uh, they uh, they purchased the Wickwood Inn and talking to Shay. She said they had spent the afternoon here in Saugatuck, and on a whim, they decided to buy the inn. 
that's that's what I hear. Yeah, and, and um, they did. Wickwood Inn has quite a reputation over the past thirty years. Um, uh, they built this great reputation with Julie Rosso, and um, and and uh, and uh, she, Julie Rosso, is the author of the Silver Palette. Which is a New York Times bestseller cookbook. Correct. And uh, and Wickwood has always been known as one of the finer bed and breakfasts of the area, and has has quite a quite a reputation. Quite a reputation. It does indeed. You know, the house um, has a history. I, I think originally, uh-huh. from what I read, the, the house was uh, Mr. Wickwood. The That's first right. Mayor of Saugatuck. It was built in 1937. Can you imagine? And uh, for the then mayor of Saugatuck, uh, Frank Wick. And uh, um, and uh, now Sue and Sue and Stube Lewis of Kalamazoo renovated and expanded the home, and they uh, opening it into the Wickwood Inn in 1981, and then that's when uh, 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 several years later it was purchased by Rosso Rosso Julie Rosso, and her partner Mr. Miller, Um, and they were neighbors of the Lewis family. And uh, so they expanded the menu, of course, with their delicious delectables. And, and it was just a quaint little place. I know we did a lot of flowers there from Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. And, um, and uh, so I had the opportunity to see the inside of it. It was very nice. You know, lots of collectible and antiques. And it gave you that, that aesthetic feeling of kind of stepping back a little bit in time. And, uh, and now you guys have refurbished the entire place, haven't you? It started with wanting to enlarge the bathrooms. Um, if uh-huh. you saw them before, you know they were very small. Yes. So um, it was an obvious choice to enlarge in those a bit, make it more comfortable for guests. And then, um, you know, getting in there and once you get a project started, you might as well go all the way. You're right, right. <laughs> it, and, and I was very impressed, by the way. I've been in there before, and the bathrooms were amazing. I don't know if you got a chance to look at some of the pics that I shared on, on social media. I did. Thank you for that. Um, uh, but uh, very, very impressed that not only did you update it, but you really kept the aesthetics of the history of the building. The feel is still there, yet, you know, it's still updated. I was Now, let me tell you, the first thing when I walked in, I was so glad you got rid of that wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> because it was that that old Victorian black and uh, floral, and it just reminded me of the 80s. <laughs> gotcha. Well, you know, um, Martin and Shay being designers, it was such a natural extension for their company to bring a, a bit of hospitality uh-huh. into the company. And so it's... Uh, the end is that. It's yeah. like a living, breathing part of what they do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they certainly did a great job, as you noticed last night, bringing the history of the house into the future. Right. And f- and for many years to come. Yeah, yeah. I see you've redone the dining room area, um, and uh, and you guys still have work to do. I noticed there were a couple spots that they kind of had the door closed. But I'm nosy, so you know, <laughs> I kind of look back. They're like, "Go ahead, walk back there, you know, and and check it out and see what we're working on." They even let us back in the kitchen, and and to see wonderful delectables. By the way, very delicious. Absolutely. Uh, they had these mini little pastries with. Um, you had that chicken salad was wonderful, um, and then you also had uh, little quiches and and little edibles and things like that. And I and I thought, well, that's a that's a high bar. To uh, you know, to um, to accept from uh, Julie, you guys, you guys better have a good cook in that kitchen. We, we have um, 
<clears throat> Excuse me. That's we have people that um, are executing a menu that's been put together by our friend Rose, who is a chef from Chicago. Right. She's put together a great seasonal menu that changes by the season. Mm-hmm. So it's our our uh, mandate to get in there and just plate it well and present it well. We're doing service at the table, uh-huh. so it's um, going to be a little bit new, a little bit different experience. No buffets. Oh, really? Yeah, it's plated and brought to you. Have choice. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious a little bit. Can you tell me just a little bit about the bread, and, bread, bed <laughs> and breakfast experience? I've not been to a bed and breakfast. My parents used to just love them, but I'm sure you get a lot of tourists and, and maybe some folks that in doing a little what we call staycation. Once I walk in the door and uh, the next 24 hours or whatever, what can I expect? Well, the bed and breakfast um part of the uh, lodging industry is a little bit unique because you it's more of a, a home feeling right you're traveling right. but you are you're at you're, home you're in a home with other guests um one, one thing we like to do is do a social hour in the evening five starting about five o'clock and let people come into the living room and meet each other they're all staying in a house together they might you know they might meet each other and want to go to dinner sure or something like that um and then of course being bed and breakfast Two very important things come to mind. Bed. We have the best beds on the planet. They do. I wanted to take a nap when I was there. I told the guys, I'm going to take a nap here. And, 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 of course, the new bathtubs, too. These bathtubs in their bathrooms are just amazing. Well, you just have to take a bath. Yeah, right. Yeah. Say, yeah. I thought, take a I bath thought Greg and was going to get in the bath. <laughs> um, yeah, they, we've partnered, have strategic partners with some great companies like Waterworks. It's all the hardware that you saw in the bathtubs and the showers. Beautiful hardware. Um, Vice Spring mattresses. Like I said, we're the, um, they you know partnered with us to provide those. And so it's great, um, just the best of things for you to enjoy. So that so the bed being one aspect of bed and breakfast, and then breakfast. Sure. So we've put together the menu that, uh, with our help from our friend Rose, and it is you have a choice of five different things every morning, and it's going to be the best breakfast in town. So it's not going to be the the waffle maker where you make your <laughs> no. own waffle. No, no, no frittata, no waffle. And and the bagels that were sitting there, you know, when right. you go to the That's Holiday right. Inn or and you see the bagels, who right. knows how long they've been sitting there, and the tiny little cups of yogurt. So we're not talking that, right? right? No, this is not like not not that kind of little grab and go breakfast. This is you get to sit down and enjoy the part of the house. And, and you the, mentioned too, it's not buffet style. You are we are actually served. serving. That's yeah. right. You make choices, and we bring that out to you. And uh, we have coffee and fresh juices, and so it's a whole experience. And that hopefully sets you off on your day to enjoy Sagatuck. Do all the visitors then convene for breakfast together, or are they separate? We, we serve breakfast between 8 and 10, so they just come as okay. they wake up and get comfortable and ready to come and enjoy breakfast and start their day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd be there at 8 o'clock. My wife would be <laughs> showing up about 5 minutes to 10. Oh, right. she's one of those, right? She's one of those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, in addition to breakfast, are, are you going to continue with the tradition of the afternoon sweets? Um, yeah, we like to make cookies. It's great. You know, yeah, because that's what Julie did. Yeah, part, she'd part, of, a- part of a home is, you know, that, that homey uh, sensory part of the experience and uh-huh. you know you walk in to check into a bed and breakfast you often smell bed, bread baking or cookies mm-hmm. baking uh-huh. so we want to continue that and have that for people as they check in mm-hmm. and then like i said in the social hour you know it's just nice for people just to join together and meet each other 
as they head out to all of our wonderful neighbors around Saugatuck. We have some of the best restaurants. Well, sure. I know that when people vacation here in Saugatuck and a lot of places, when I go on vacation as well, one of the my, my favorite parts of vacation is meeting all the people and, and meeting the folks. And, you know, uh, when I went down to Key West, I met up with a group of people I'd never met before. And we had a great time that evening, you know, learned learned a little bit about them. They learned about me. And, and so fun? it's a very social social experience um one thing about your bed and breakfast that i really like is that is it's it, that i've seen at the wickwood is that it's a bed and breakfast but it doesn't feel like you're staying in your grandma's attic <laughs> thank you yeah that, that's the intention <laughs> yeah. you, you know and 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 um and you know all of your finishes are nice and and uh the way that you've done everything uh, is really done very well there I think they did a superlative job. I mean, it's um, we, we were putting together before you arrived yesterday for the open house. We were literally putting details together. Oh sure. Um, Shay and Martin, you know, walk the house and find things and change things, and um, so every, every detail is thought about. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think the the neat thing about this area too is is you check into your bed and breakfast. You know, leave your car parked, and and there there's plenty to to uh, walk and enjoy. Uh, maybe cocktails if you like to enjoy cocktails. Not worry about driving or getting an Uber or any of that. So right. it is all right here for you. Another question I, I wondered was, as far as reservations are concerned, are you booking up uh, quickly and how far in advance? Say, I oh boy, I'd love to do a little uh, staycation in the middle of July. How do we go ahead and make reservations? Well, well, the great part is um, the online experience these days is so easy and accurate. Right. You can go to uh, wickwoodin.com and there you can uh, actually check the availability and the pricing of the rooms because each room is so unique right. that the prices are, are, are a little different here and there. So you can do that online or you can call. Um, the, and I answer the phone and help you through the reservation process. Mm-hmm. And, we are, and we're booking up. It's um, the weekends in the summer are filling up quickly. Uh, uh-huh. Just weekends, or do you book oh, seven days a week? You, we do. We're open seven days a okay. week, three hundred sixty-five days a year. Wow! Okay. Wow! Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. We hope we hope to be uh, help be one of the anchors here in Saugatuck that help to bring people to Saugatuck in some of those slower seasons, sure, like sure. fall and, and winter. Um, we're focusing on bringing um, small retreats. Um, like corporate retreats for small companies and such, they can buy out the whole house and um, take care of all their inspirational needs. Yeah. So yeah. So so yeah. You were telling me before we came on that not just uh, nightly stays, but it, it, even in off seasons or particular times when it's available, um, a group can rent out the entire Wickwood Inn. That's correct. Yeah, we're working on all the details for that now, but we already have a couple of groups. There's a, a wedding group that's coming in August that have already have a whole weekend. The whole house is theirs. Uh-huh. Um, we have another uh, forum from Chicago that's coming in to do their, um, you know, a monthly meeting there. Um, so th- those those things are definitely available, and um, of course, according to availability, of course, because if you want the whole house, how many bedrooms? We have eleven rooms. Okay. Yep. And each has their own bathroom. 
It's, it's, so you don't have to go down the hall and bathroom. yeah, and beautiful and big bathrooms. I mean, it's not like it's not like you're in a cruise ship. I yeah, mean, right. you know, they're they're big bathrooms. And it amazed me walking through there. I had been in parts of it before, like the dining area, the hall area. I hadn't really been in all of the rooms. Um, but it amazes me how big it is in there because it doesn't look that big from the outside. No, it looks like a house. Yeah, you know, sitting on Butler Street. Yeah, and, uh, and you walk in, it is got a glorious presence immediately when you walk in. Now, you guys have your own parking. We do for we guests. Have, we do, have, and there, it is exclusively for our guests sure. because it's at a you know it's at a minimum there. Oh. So each person has a uh, parking space, and they can leave their car, like you said, Dan, mm-hmm. to be able to just walk around Saugatuck and enjoy what we have to offer here. Uh-huh. Yeah, parking's a premium. And in that's, I hear that it is a premium <laughs> in the summer. Yeah, and so that's like you were saying, Dan. That's a great idea. Uh, park there now. Um, what's the price range of your rooms? I, I think folks will want to know that because. Um, uh, you know, um, when they're thinking about booking and staying, so our, our rooms are, are uh, well priced um, for what they are. They're mm-hmm. very exclusive and um, right. a unique setting. Mm-hmm. They uh, it the prices get adjusted a bit, like by supply and demand, as mm-hmm. all hotel lodging mm-hmm. experience does. I think they start and you know. During off season, they start in the three hundred and fifty dollar range. Sure, they go up to over five hundred, depending right. on the weekends and. Right, right, and that's the going average around here <laughs> for is. a luxury stay yeah, um, between correct. three and five a night. And that's the whole package too, obviously. Yeah, you're getting the, the social hour and the breakfast and and the room itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, um, what what type of person is going to come to the Wickwood? You're not. I mean, you're not. It's not a place you're going to bring the family. Um, and the kids and all that, right? Or no, I think it's a place for couples a lot. Um, you uh-huh. know, people that want to come in. A lot of people have been coming to Saugatuck for years. I talk to people on the phone all the time, and they, you know, a wife and husband have been coming here for years. They, it's their place to to be and enjoy Saugatuck, enjoy the water, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's a lot about that. We our, our rooms are all king beds, mm-hmm. so it's it's great for a couple right. um, or for a single traveler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you guys are um, you guys of course are open you had your open house do you um, do, do you have times where if someone's just curious and they're walking around town and they want to take a peek are you ever open where you know if somebody gives a call they just want to check it out and see if that's where they want to stay well I'm, I'm around all day long so uh-huh. I encourage people to come by and take a look I welcome people in our common areas are not you know for public they are for our guests to enjoy. Of course. So, but obviously, if I have somebody, especially town people here, uh-huh, they right. want to come by and say hi. I'm happy to show them around. Right, right. And I and I think the one thing about that I noticed with this bed and breakfast is that it is a place that young people would really enjoy because of the upgrades. The you know you've got the modern amenities, but at the same time you've got that wonderful aesthetic of keeping the history. So. I've got I've got to hand it to you uh, to uh, Shay and Martin. They've done a wonderful job. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, uh, redoing everything there. Um, now, um, tell me, you, you're you're open you're open now today, right? We are. You uh, open May first. T- today right? is actually the first official day. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. Congratulations. And now, now, Jeff, you live here close to Wickwood or I, here in Saugatuck? I do. Uh huh. And now, now you moved here from where again? Um, uh, Southern California has been my home for many, many years. I've uh, between Los Angeles, San Diego, and the surrounding areas. Uh-huh. I've moved around as as uh, jobs, 
you know, presented themselves. Right. And, um, but I'm originally from San Antonio, Texas. Right. And I most recently was there. Uh-huh. That's when I found and, out about everything here. Yeah. And so what, what, is that what brought you to Saugatuck? That's correct. Working yeah. here for the Wickwood Inn? Now, I was familiar with Saugatuck. I'd been here about uh, 15 years ago, I believe. It's something like 2005, 2006, uh-huh. to help my friend Joey Santos open a, a restaurant that was popular here for a couple of years called JoJo's. Yeah, that, that Joey Santos that rings a bell. Yeah. Um. Uh. So so now that um now you're here full time, how do you know Sherry Tidaldi? Where did you meet her? She actually is my landlady. Oh, I, I'm, okay. I'm actually staying in one of her Airbnb units yes. right now to um while I'm waiting on an apartment to open up. Uh huh. Uh huh. I have an apartment already designated and everything it's just not available to me oh okay well you know worst comes to worst i've got an air mattress and i you know i i charge cheap you know uh uh, cheap rates here so um i'll only i'll charge you half price of what you're charging i appreciate that (laughs) i like what gregory said as far as uh you know, you maybe have a little bit of a preconceived notion about bed and breakfast, and it's not like staying in your grandma's attic. No, it's not I, anymore. I, I like no. that, and I would imagine that it's kind of a, a combination of modern and a little bit of history. A quaint, maybe, is the word that mm-hmm. comes up. But I, th- I think quaint takes it back a step too far. Okay, uh, all right. I, I would say charming. Charming. Um, and certainly, um, you know, vibrant okay. is a good word I like to use for it. I mean, it's we put a little, a little spark, a little grace to the house, and I think it's um, going to be a great experience. With for the modern amenities, along with the just a combination. Of I mean, I've traveled a lot in my life, and I know bathroom is a. A thing. Uh-huh. You know, it's a uh-huh. thing that I pay a lot of attention to. It is. It's I your surfaces. To... It's your it's your faucets. Mm-hmm. It's that granite yes. and 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 uh, or uh, marble yeah. surfaces. Uh, that nice tile work. Um, boy, that makes a big difference yeah. in a house. I know that uh, uh, Laura over at Mill Pond Realty, one of their houses, uh, well, several of their houses are, you know, they're getting redone and reworked. And that's one of my favorite parts of, of, of when a house gets a renovation is seeing the bathrooms redone. That's right. Uh, and, I mean, that in, the, in a great bed. I mean, yeah. who wants to sleep in a bed, where, you know, where your shoulder falls asleep? Every well, time. I was going to mention that, too, because uh, we, my wife and I lived almost 25 years in Nashville. And we could drive to the Gulf Coast. And so we spent many, many weeks uh, vacationing in the Panama City, Destin, uh, Orange Beach, uh, Florida. And we would pay a nice price for a very nice condo. But the beds were horrible. Mm-hmm. Doesn't help. <laughs> no, not at all. And and again, the condos were just beautiful. And what a wonderful view of the uh, golf that we have. But I'm like, honey, I'm slipping on the couch tonight because <laughs> I, I can't take this bed. So that's very important to have the, a comfort. You're there to sleep part of the time, so you yeah. ever sleep on those beds, those mattresses that they they come in the mail in a tiny little box, <laughs> no. and they're they're made out of foam. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be quite the trend. I know it I've stayed at Airbnbs on those mattresses, and I can't stand them. Yeah, and uh, you know, but uh, but you know, a nice like you said, a nice mattress really makes a big difference. Those beds are beautiful, by the oh, way. They're so they're, they're like clouds. 
Yeah. I've had opportunity to sleep on the mattresses. They're just incredible. It's, you know, the best night's sleep you can possibly get. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you'll probably have to get one of those mattresses when you get into your apartment here. <laughs> yeah, so. I will. I'm working on that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, so, now, your day-to-day operations, you're there every day, and you oversee everybody, from the housekeeping to the um, the uh, cooks, the chefs, the and, and everything. So, you're pretty much the guy, right? The go-to guy, right? Yeah, I'm pretty much the innkeeper, the general manager, whatever title you want to put on that. We try not to focus on titles. Right. We like the, we like the word team. I uh-huh. have, we have like, we call team clean and team kitchen. Uh-huh. Um, these are, these are the people that work with us. They're all wonderful people. They all are local and um, they've done an gr- incredible job stepping up to the plate. Here, uh-huh. you know, so they've been great help. They've actually worked through the closure uh-huh. um, while we were renovating and helped out. Yeah. The uh, previous owner, she said she said uh, good things about you guys. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she was very happy. I think she spent quite a bit of time to find the right buyer. It was for sale for a while, and um, and and she took a time. She she she's really happy about having you guys on. So that that says a lot. Julie Rosso is very particular lady, I know, and um, and uh, so so it was great. You got great props from her, um, and uh, so again, uh, your website. Wickwoodin.com. That's it. And that's where people can book and they can see. Are you going to be updating with some of the new pictures? Actually, today is one of our target days for the the new website to mm-hmm. drop. We've t- spent a couple of weeks taking photos. They should be on there. Um, uh-huh. I should be looking for it today. Oh, awesome. Um, and all the great photos of the rooms and of the common areas. Uh-huh. Um, exterior shooting we'll be doing a little bit in June as we have a lot more blossoms and blooms uh-huh. around. Yeah. And, and it, uh, again, if you want to see what we're talking about check out my facebook page saga tech on sunday and just did quite a few pictures of of what we're talking about um it really is going to be a memorable memorable stay and uh, yeah you guys are up in the game here in town for bed and breakfast okay. i've got to tell you and and uh and, and it's nice to, nice to see you here in town and, and do something with that building and give it some love so, well, it's, so it's you're almost like uh, redefining bed and breakfast, you know, it because because like I said, it it kind of kind of had a reputation, but it's changing. I think so. I think it's an evolution. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep yes. you keep raising the bar a little bit uh, mm-hmm. here and there, and you know, you got to keep you got to attract y- younger and um, you know a, a bigger target of guests right they need to come from all over you know right. i'm actually getting calls from the west coast i don't know how the word exactly is spread there uh-huh. but i have people calling there booking rooms for different stays that right. would be my next question too that my wife is home listening to this is like she's gonna she's like <laughs> i want to go there um Obviously, the summertime is busy, busy, busy. How far in advance do you suggest of making your reservation? You know, I have people booking already all through up till December okay. so far. But, um, you know, they seem to focus on the month after. Like um, in April, I got a lot of calls about sure. May. And, and May has already started the calls about June and July. You have summertime availabilities still? Oh, there's, there's still okay. some rooms to be Good. had. Good. All right. Please come join us. Rooms <laughs> to be had. Rooms to be had. Uh, check out the Wickwood Inn. Go to their website, wickwoodinn.com. And uh, and book your stay right now. Uh, they are yeah, you're booking. Everybody's booking. This town is gonna be busy. It's um, alive. Yeah, it's 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 that time of year. Hey, Jeff West, thank you for coming onto the show, and congratulations. Thank you Chris. on your wonderful new venture. We wish you the best of success, and I think you'll be just fine. Thank you.
Thank you so much. I think you'll be just fine. You've been really well liked by the community. Daniel DeFranco and, and other locals here have all said great things about you. I've enjoyed meeting you, too, as well. Thanks for being on the show, Jeff. Thank you, Greg. We appreciate yep. it. You. you can also call the Wickwood if you want to, 269-857-1465. Give him a call. Give Jeff a call. He's bored. I'm, I'm, I'm delightful as far as I know. He is delightful. Very <laughs> delightful. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van. But we're not done yet. Stay tuned. Grab another cup of coffee. We've got uh, back in the wings here, we've got from the Freedom Boat Club, the president from Freedom Boat Club of Michiana, Thomas Arman is here in the background. He just walked in. And, uh, and uh, he'll be on. We're going to learn a little bit more about that. CJ and Kimberly are big fans now. They're, they're boaters. Find out how you can you can be a boater, too, but you don't have to own the boat. Pay all those boating fees, you know. It's a lot cheaper than owning a boat if you, if you put your math together. I'm in. Yeah, I know. We'll be right back. Grab another cup of coffee. Attack on Sunday, and we do it live every Sunday, 7 to 9 a.m., high above land sharks. We're watching that sun come up over the hill. And I want to thank my uh, wonderful co-host, the host of the WHTC Morning News Show. Thank you for being my guest co-host well, today. Well, thanks for letting me be a part, and uh, please invite me back anytime. You, you know, no one else wants to do it. I'll come in. Love to have great, uh, great guests and great co-hosts, and, and I'll be calling on you again. Um, you know, we talked about the Blues Jams. I'm trying to get all of these events out so that everybody knows what's going on. But I also want to remind everybody that Sunday, May 22nd, between 7 and 9 a.m. is one of CJ's favorite events that he's gone to lately. Um, and he likes to bring his classic cars to the Douglas Shell, where they'll have cars and coffee. It's a, a, a an ongoing event that happens throughout the season there at Shell's. Take your, take your, uh, your what do you have, a Dodge what is it? A coronet. A coronet and, 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 and a Chevelle. They're all redone, and he's very particular about them, and, and he likes to take them out once in a while. They've been in parades and all, you know, we've, we've used them as parade vehicles. And, and Santa Claus is written in it and everything. Uh, but uh, uh, it's a bunch of guys. They can sit there and show off and talk about their about their cars. So, But, uh, you know, CJ was talking about being, you know, a boater, too. They talked about maybe buying a boat, you know. Okay. And you kind of take all the money and you, you kind of figure out, well, you know, th- this much for a boat, this much for your dock. Docks can be between three and $5,000, if not more, per month. Per um, month? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it per gets year. or per year. I mean, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah. it gets pretty expensive. I mean, it adds up quite a bit. And um, which brings me to our next guest. I want to get that disco ball down because this is the Freedom Boat Club. It's the world's largest members-only boat club. It's founded in 1989, so they've been around a lot. We've got the president here from the Freedom Boat Club of Michiana, 
I want to welcome you to the show, Tom Arman. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you for having an easy name, Tom, because I, I, I'll tell you, <laughs> I, uh, I, I kind of mess up everybody's name, but I, I can pronounce Arman. Yeah, we actually, we just found out a couple of years ago that our name was shortened, like most Americans. Oh, right, right, uh, right. So you don't want to know the long version of it. <laughs> Tom, um, tell me something. You know, I, we've talked a little bit about Freedom Boat Club because CJ joined, and, and uh, he's he's been, and Kimberly, his wife, has been my co-host, my guest co-host, so we've talked a little bit. They're super excited about it. Yeah, They're well, sharing with me. CJ and Kimberly. Yeah, and um, so um, uh, tell, tell us a little bit about Freedom Boat Club. What is it? So Freedom Boat Club started, like you said, 1989, Florida. One uh, location, four boats, and has grown to over 350 locations today. Uh, the concept is the share model, and the share model works, obviously, on a lot of products. This happens to work really well in boating. It's the fastest-growing segment in the marine industry, and it's growing so fast that a $7.5 billion Fortune 500 company, also known as Brunswick, mm-hmm. used to be the biggest name in bowling. Now they're the mm-hmm. biggest name in boating. Uh, they they purchased us about two years ago. Um, they were watching us grow, and their 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 new mantra is to redefine what boating means. And they they believe that we are redefining the whole boating concept and the whole boating model. And so uh, so that's what it is. It's the share model. Basically, you pay a one time entry fee to buy into the club. That's a one time lifetime fee, uh-huh. and then you pay dues for as long as you're a member of the club. Very similar to the whole country club model for those of you that are golf golfers oh okay so is it more like more like a country club thing see when when i first heard about it i thought it was like an airbnb for boats no it's but yeah. it's not necessarily airbnb no right? in fact actually i really like it uh greg one um an airplane uh, pilot and we've got maybe i don't know somewhere between a half a dozen to, to a dozen or so uh, airline pilots that are uh, uh, members of our club, oh. and when they come into the club, and I try and explain to them what a boat club is, uh-huh. they look at me like, "Dude, you don't need to explain to me. I'm an airline pli- pilot, and uh, uh, air- airplane clubs have been around forever." And oh, so it's a very right. similar concept where a group of people basically share, in their case, an airplane or a group of airplanes. In our case, it's a group of people sharing a group of boats, and it's a whole lot of people, and it's a whole lot of boats, and it's growing fast. Now, now uh, the concept is so I I I've joined. Um, CJ and Kimberly went through a training day, right? Correct. So you go, you go through a training day, make sure you folks know that these guys know what they're doing. Correct. Yeah, and that's really important. So uh-huh. we hire uh, United States Coast Guard licensed captains, and we put you through a course. And it's a really it's a rare set of a rare lineup for training because not only do we teach you the rules of the road in the classroom. But then that, the captain that taught you those rules of the road takes you out on the water, mm-hmm. and you get a chance to practice those skills in front of him or her. And the the concept is to before we allow you to take boats, our boats out unsupervised, that the captain has to sign off on that. And not only is that good from a you know a, a, a safety point of view, it's also a critical component to our insurance. And as you might imagine. Insurance is a really big deal in voting, mm-hmm. and we like to say our sustainability as a business is directly proportional to our insurability. And so, therefore, we're real careful about our training. Uh, most members, new members, do pass, but we have had a number that we had to, had to call back for uh, additional trainings. I, I don't see. We, we passed. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did pass. And in fact, um, you, you guys want to make sure that they, they get it into the docks, right, and out of the docks. And, yeah. and I heard Kimberly really backs it up pretty good. That's, 
Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually where most people kind of lose it is when they're in and around the docks. That's, that's what we call tight quarters maneuvering. Right. And uh, that's where most people get white knuckled, and, and you can see their stress level go up and so forth. Sure. And that's another beautiful thing about Freedom Boat Club because we're manning our docks. We've got uh, our, our kids are basically at the docks, and they're there with dock poles. You don't have to be perfect in docking. Just get it close, and we can grab you and pull you in. Right, right, right. Um, now, you guys take care of all the maintenance, cleaning, repair. Uh, you already said insurance and storage. Yep. So, so this is something where you know you just you just go get on the boat and go. Yeah, we like to call it a concierge service. Uh, you know, the boats are fueled. Now, you do pay for the fuel when you go, they but they are they are fueled they up are when fueled. you go. Correct. Yeah. Yes, uh, and that's a big deal. Yeah. Because fueling. Any any of you boaters out there, you know that going to the the gas dock is one of the least favorite times, and also one of the most dangerous times sure. in boating. And so we take care of all that for you. Uh, all the boats have fuel flow meters on them. So as part of the check-in, check-out process, we know how much fuel was consumed on the vessel while you were out. And that's how we uh, bill for the fuel. We don't mark the fuel up. It's not a profit center for the club. It's simply a, a transaction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so when you rent a boat, is it by the day? Could you rent it for a week? Yeah, how does uh, that work? Well, first of all, we don't call it rent. Oh, because, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's no worries. No, uh, everybody can. You know, we're, everybody says, "Well, you're a rental." No, we're not. A you're a, oh, you're a club timeshare. No, you're not a timeshare. We're a club. What's a boat club? Yeah. So again, country club, airplane club, even health club is actually a good way. Okay. Health club, you typically have a, a buy-in fee of some sorts, and then you pay dues as long. It's, right. And then you can go in and use their equipment on, uh, you know, unlimited. And that's okay. exactly how we are. Uh, we do break the uh, reservations into slots, into time slots. The time slots are there not so much to limit member usage. They're there to keep the club organized so we know who's coming and who's going. Uh, rarely do the time slots match member usage perfectly. And there's a lot of stuff happening day of at the dock that, uh, that the, you know, the dock hands help manage and get the members out on the water for the time they want. If they wanted to pick the boat up an hour before their time slot, for example, just let the dock know. Or an hour after, let the dock know. That, that, that type of thing is happening. We can't uh, overstate the ser- service aspect of this business. Having a relationship with somebody at the dock and knowing there's a human being behind all the uh, IT technology from a reservation's point of view is a really important aspect of the club. Sure, sure. I mean, that's probably why I'm not a boater because I don't even know half of that stuff, you know. <laughs> and and I don't have to. I mean, I know I know how to how to drive a boat, um, but um, and I'm pretty good at it, haven't I? I I've taken you guys out yeah. on rented boats before. Illegally, uh, illegally. <laughs> um, and uh, but um, but uh, but all of the all of this stuff that you're talking about is the is is the hard stuff. You guys take care of all of that for That's folks right. that just want to have fun on the water. That's right. Yeah. Now, what type of boats are we yeah. talking about? From- so we're in, we're in we're in day boating, Dan. Um, okay. And uh, so we, right now we don't have any overnight boats. Uh, there are some clubs around the country that do have some overnights, and they'll charge an extra fee. My wife, you know, you want to talk to me or the brains of the operation. Uh, and that's my wife, Joni, and she does not want to get into a Airbnb hotel uh, um, you know, bed sure. and breakfast type of thing. Uh, so we're, we're, we're strictly in day boating. Uh, you can take the vessels overnight if you want to go to another a harbor, for example, and spend okay. the night. We just ask that the boat be tied off from sundown to sunup, and then you send us a picture of uh, sure. the boat being tied off at the deck. Yeah, day boating. We're you know as a division division of Brunswick who owns uh, Sea Ray, Boston Whaler, Lund, Mercury Engine, and so forth. We have a lot of Brunswick products in our fleet, as you might imagine. 
but we also have Regals, uh, Crown Lines, uh, Bennington's, just a great lineup of boats. And here's the really key thing to, for people to understand is uh, think of us like the executive-driven vehicle model, you know, for example, enterprise rent-a-car or enterprise lease cars, for uh-huh. example. Oh, sure. So we're getting the vessels directly from the manufacturer right off the assembly line and into our fleet. Oh. Uh, and, and, and we're only keeping them for a short period of time. The, the, the way the club works, first and foremost, our club exists for our memberships like CJ and Kimberly. Uh, but secondly, it's it's a, a, a uh, we're turning over the boats at a regular basis, a regular basis, uh, while they still have significant residual value. So the next net cost to the club is the uh, our acquisition price, which is discounted deeply because of our relationships with our manufacturers. And then we're only keeping the boat, you know, one to three years maximum, and we're unloading them while they still have significant residual value. Right. So the net cost to the club is the difference between acquisition and liquidation, and the tighter we keep that margin. That is how we are able to put our members, CJ and Kimberly, in $100,000-plus boats Slipped, like you said, three mm-hmm. to five thousand dollars a year. Wow. Insurance, three thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Storage, two thousand dollars a year. Deliver it at the dock with concierge service. That's how we do it. You know, you're adding all of this up, and I know exactly. You know, CJ told me, you know, what they paid, and you're adding all this up. This is this is more than what they paid for the membership this year without the boat. I mean, in addition, these are all additional charges. So, I mean, it makes it affordable for people to enjoy the water, doesn't it? From a financial point of view, it's really difficult to argue with the boat. Now, most people. Don't look. Dan Evans, there you go. Thanks for being on the show you and being my welcome. co-host. Thank you. This has been uh, fantastic. I got a couple of guest ideas for my show too today. So oh, oh, so that's in. why you came yes. to steal all my guests. Yes, I'm stealing your guests. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, thank you for listening, and we'll see you all next week here at Sagatuck on Sunday on ninety-two-seven The Van. We want to thank you for listening and have a happy, happy. Fun Sunday. Get out on your boat. Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us this morning for Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Saga Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 927thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 927 The Van.